Welcome to a Backyard Ultra podcast. In this episode, Ollie Caprazat came on, just a couple of weeks after he ran at the Masters at Dead Cow Gully, where he went for 100 kilometres over 15 hours. Here we go. Okay, g'day Ollie, how are you going? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, thanks for coming on. No worries, thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries, and well done on your performance at the Masters. Thank you. Yeah, that was big event, big event for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when did you start running? I um, started running, I, uh, it was sort of like I was always looking up at my dad. So as a young kid, I've always had running in my sort of life. So we used to go camping sometimes and I'd always go for runs around my five-year-old, like training runs with my dad. And then at the time he was sort of into um, those obstacle races. So I entered um, a couple of those and I think I did it with my mate once and that was really fun. I was just slipping down stuff, climbing up muddy hills or tiny, but yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was really cool. And yeah, that's, that's sort of when I started picking up running a little bit. Yeah, cool. Um, and when did you transition from just like running for fun to actually deciding that I'm ready to run my first race and I'm, I want to sign up for MVP? Uh, uh, it wasn't MVP that was my first one. I uh, did a couple uh, when I was like 10, 11 years old. Um, yeah. My first real one, I think it was a 10K at Halloween Howler. Oh, yeah. And um yeah i can't remember my time for that but i think that was my first real one but later on that year my first like sort of i felt big big event was uh, a 21k at um rock around the clock i did that with my mum um i was sort of off uh doing my own thing which is uh pretty cool i uh, think i got two and a half hours on that so that was really cool oh, yeah. yeah cool are you gonna do rock around the clock this year um, we'll see. I was thinking I got a couple of events in mind. Uh, we might, if Dad doesn't make it a big, so, uh, we might go um, to New Zealand. There's one in, um, Ar I forgot the town, it's like Arrowstown or whatever. I think, um, you know, John, uh, I forgot his last name. Oh, but, John Bain? Yeah, John Bain. He uh, got in contact with me and Dad and invited us over there because he oh, said okay. there was an event, and which is really nice uh, of him. And there was another one here, uh, I forgot what it was, but it was like a one where you could do two people and my dad would do 55Ks and I would do 45Ks. And then there's a 50K Halloween Howler, which I was also might do. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, because I'm doing run around the, rock around the clock this New Year's Eve, a six-hour yeah. event. So ah, let's cool, see cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good, it's good event, it's good event. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you, um, did you ever do, like, little laughs or anything like that? No, I never. I never got into that sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So was there any, like, particular moment um, that you saw your father running that it all clicked and you realised that, this is what I want to do. Um, I, 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 I'm not really sure. Like it was, I, I've always watched him, uh, run events, and it was really cool to do that. But I never, as a young kid, I never like really comprehend. I'm like, whoa, this is really cool. My dad's running all these massive events and all. But I never really, never really clicked up until I was around nine or so, where I sort of started running with him. Because he's yeah. always asking me, uh, "Oh, you want to go for a ride whilst I run?" And I was yeah. like, nah, I don't want to. But then one time I went out and I was just running with him. So yeah, yeah. So he, so I guess um he'd be, he was a runner for as long as you remember. Uh yeah, basically I think he's got like 12, 13 years experience. And I'm turning fifteen, so yeah, basically my whole life. Yeah, I was gonna. Ask, when do you turn fifteen? October first. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so MVP was obviously your first backyard ultra. Yeah. Um, had you been wanting to do an, a backyard ultra for a while? What 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 appealed to you about a backyard ultra at the time? Um, well, I was there was satellite chance that my dad was in, and I was looking around that I was uh, part of his crew then, and I was looking. It was really cool seeing all these athletes push to their limits and all, and it was just really cool concept of the event. And I had um, my dad's 40th. Uh, I talked to Ben Nichols about it a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah, he was talking about the whole concept of it. And I said, oh, yeah, I want to 
get this amount of hours and yeah it was really cool so one day um it was when i was sick actually i asked my dad i'm like oh can i um start training for this mvp if i start training could you maybe uh buy me um an entry to it and he said yeah sure so i put in the work from like december last year and all the way up until february and yeah i did mvp yeah yeah um and what, what were your training weeks like how many k's were you doing and how many days a week were you running leading up to it at the start i'm pretty sure because i was um just got back into running like after covid and dolls because um yeah yeah uh so i think i was doing maybe 20 30 k's a week max 30 k's so, yeah 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 and like how many days like running four or five days a week or not even um that? i think it was uh my, me and my dad did this plan and i'm pretty sure maybe like four four days a week yeah 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 and I had the rest days in between yeah cool and and you live pretty close to the yu yang so you're running you run there a bit um yeah sometimes me and dad get in the car we head out um go up and down the yangs which is pretty <laughs> cool i like to um try and get my best every time but yeah it's a really cool place to run around like you got so many uh tracks and just areas to run it's really cool yeah it's pretty close to my place but i've only been there once but i should start heading out there i reckon because yeah 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 it's pretty good um so i understand um that you went out to the course at MVP to have a few have a practice run as well. Yeah, I um went out. I think it was a couple of weeks before. Uh, me and my dad did four loops, so just because I got the con uh, like the gist of the the course, because I'm pretty it's split up in three sections. And yeah. like when he's telling me about, I'm like, oh, I don't know <laughs> what it is. So yeah. we went out and we uh, practiced it a little bit. Did um uh, forty eight minute loops. I'm pretty sure so pretty quick loops considering what I'm doing now. So yeah and yeah you probably would have heard about the hills as well and you probably thought oh i want to see these hills you're talking about <laughs> yeah i that that one that one hill now that i look at it after doing marinda down like it's really that big of a hill but um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was tiring over the amount of times you had to run it yeah um did you go into um mvp with a goal um i think i set a high expectation on myself it was like minimum 15 um i wanted to get 24 overall yeah. my same goal i wanted to do with the Kalgoli, but um i was i'm proud i was proud of myself that i got to six and i was really happy that with the experience that i had and like that that i got to get to that point where well i just got to got to the point where um, i just couldn't run anymore and um yeah that was really cool yeah and it would have been hard as well because it started late in the evening so um you would have been running through to about i don't know past midnight yeah uh yeah it was definitely a complete different experience because i had never run in the night <laughs> before always day runs so yeah. yeah that was really tough for my first backyard ultra running through the night but it was pretty cool. yeah yeah and like um that first backyard ultra experience like were your hooks like were you thinking oh i can't wait to do one again or what, what did you like about it most what i liked about it most i really liked i like running in areas where it's just really scenic and i felt that was really scenic. i, I have a um, memory of when my dad ran that course and like it was just a beautiful sunset and it's it was exactly like that at that time so yeah. i really liked running that um like that and I, I my favorite part is just looking at down on my watch and going yeah clocking up the k's and everything and just <laughs> knowing that that's the furthest i've ever run which is pretty yeah because if you, you did if you did six loops did that did that get you to the marathon distance or was it technically i uh, if you add up 6.7 times uh like times six i don't think it would or i timed out at six so i um yeah i did six overall but on my watch it said 42 so i just said yep and um did you walk away from mvp like with what were your key takeaways were you thinking oh next time i do one of these i'm going to change this or what, what did you bottle away for next time um because i think my dad started um 
knew with the nutritionist Gabby. I'm pretty sure you know who she is. Um, and I went to that event just with all these sweets, and I uh, was just started shoving them down, and nothing was really structured with that nutrition and everything. So I think um, what I took away from that was um, like to have a more structured sort of diet so that you can get that energy in and what you need for that event and I also took away that like in that moment I wanted to feel it again I really just wanted to feel that moment again and just push past it yeah yeah that's all I wanted to do so the next day I'm like I'm sure everybody does this after back I could have gone that one more yeah 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 um because I mean I timed out at the Masters on the 21st lap and i just wish i I don't i still can't work out why i timed out because i ran the whole loop but i just for some reason i just wish i i didn't run fast and i just wish i could just live that loop again so i could just run it faster yeah yeah i'd do anything to go back to loop 15 right now i'm like jesus christ (laughs) it's like because i i ran in with plenty of time 54 minutes and i just sat in the chair and didn't want to get up and it's just an awful feeling thinking back now right yeah yeah um yeah it was pretty cold do you reckon that's what it was or do do you know what it was have you thought about what you why you stay in the chair or uh it was definitely a massive um like a change in weather but i don't feel that i was really affected to it because i was running in shorts and just a long sleeve top which is really weird with all this cold weather i'm like well i packed way warmer for this but (laughs) i don't think it was the cold that got me i think it was um sort of my motivation i'm like yeah that's 100 k it's fine everyone's gonna be proud of me which everyone is but i think deep down inside i feel i could have gone more but sitting in that chair I had my grandma wrap me up in uh, blankets. I'm like, oh, God, I just want to stay in here. So I, I don't know. I just gave up on myself. So Yeah, no, I know that you would have been so comfortable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Reclining chair, blankets, yeah. a little bit of a fire nearby. So. Yeah, I was going to say you probably had a fire nearby too. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, so tell me a little bit about the marathon you raced in. Um after MVP, a couple of months after MVP, you ran your first marathon? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was like three hours away from where I live. And when I was signing up for it, it um, I thought it was 1,000 metres of elevation. But yeah. when I actually looked at the map and everything of it all, it said 2,000 metres. I'm like, oh, surely that's wrong. But then it was the one, like, I think it was the 30K that had roughly around 1,000 metres of elevation. But <laughs> You had to climb up Mount St. Leonard, which is um, pretty big. It was like a 3K. Oh, there was the last bit was like a 3K steep bit, and it was just all you could do was power hiking. It's not, it's not runnable. But yeah. overall, it was 2,000 metres. Oh, not 2,000, but 1,900. I rounded up to 2,000. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was it was a tough one. Like at the uh, halfway point there was some rolling hills around and it was just so um that was where my mental state was just like no i can't do this and i um was because you had to do uh, an extra it was really funny you had to do like an extra little circle and i went the wrong way so my dad chased me down 200 meters (laughs) and that's when i was in like fifth fourth position and that really got me down when i was like oh crap i just went the wrong way (laughs) two minutes gone people overtook me and yeah and coming down the hill from mount st Leonard, you were just slipping sliding like i just slipped and i hurt myself a little bit but right. in the end i came over the line pretty strong so i was happy with the result that i got and i wanted to get under like six hours and i got like under five and a half i'm pretty sure yeah 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 so i mean that's an awesome oh, yeah. oh sorry i mean it's an awesome result because um like it's not your like your run of the mill marathon like on the road where it's all flat. Like this was like like you said like almost two thousand meters of elevation. So yeah, it was bloody hard. Yeah, it was, it was tough. I, I want to see what it feels like to run a flat marathon. See how how fast I could run it. But I was yeah. Yeah, pretty good. At it. Yeah, might, might you do mar- uh, Melbourne marathon or you're not too sure. Um, on my birthday, actually, last year, I um, sort of got to see the finish line of it where Joel Sexton, I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. you might know him, he ran it. Yeah. And we came down to just cheer him on and towards the end. And I think another uh, runner, Chris Norris, I think was running it too. Oh, 
some, someone, some, just someone, a Chris, yeah, a Chris. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I had a look at it. it. It seems pretty fun. I might, I might sign up for it. But I think um, the age sort of restrictions might, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so I understand that it was that it was it it was the Maroon to Dan. Is that what it was called? The the marathon you did? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And so it was that result that uh, made. Um, uh, Tim Walsh pay um, pay a bit of attention. That's like he kind of yeah. like, hang on, um, let's see if he wants to run at the Masters. Is that what happened? Yeah, so a couple of days later, I um, had a couple of my mates over and I uh, was just chilling in my room and Dad sent me a message of um, the comments because he made a post about my Maruda Dam effort and Tim Walsh underneath said um, wildcard entry with a um, question mark. <laughs> yeah. So the Dad... Um, Sorry, I just got blank. Uh, messaged him later on, uh, asking him more information about the um, whole topic on it. And yeah, Tim Walsh sort of gave me a wild card entry, and yeah, by the sun do in a backyard ultra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you believe it? Oh, I was really surprised. Honestly, I was like, "Well, this this is pretty cool, me." <laughs> yeah. So it was obviously a no-brainer. You didn't have to think too hard whether you wanted to do it or not. Yeah, I was like, oh, because. Dad wanted to go um, qualify for Bigs because he's had a lot of opportunities now and wanted to qualify for Bigs. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's his dad's event because if I'm really struggling, he's going to come back and maybe help me. But I think it went all smoothly. Yeah, yeah. And um, would have you gone up, was the plan that you were just going to go up and help crew for him? Yeah. uh, The first day I didn't, it wasn't much help because... I was pretty sore, but yeah, the idea was me to help uh, Joel and Mum improve. Yeah, yeah, but so that was the initial plan before you got the wild card, then, yeah. Yes, yes, that was yeah. that. Or I was going to go back to my grandma's place because they are um, live around that area, two hours away from it, so they came down to also support. Yeah, perfect. And um, were there any runners that you were like, like really looking forward to running with at the Masters, like in? Oh, like in particular, um, I didn't really um hear much toward uh, about the runners who were running it towards like a couple of weeks before, and Dad was saying all these names like um Phil Gore, Ryan Crawford, um <laughs> Harvey Lewis. I knew he was a good runner. I just had never really heard of him before, as well as Sam Harvey. I yeah. looked at your podcast and so saw who, how he was about. Yeah. But I was all excited to meet him. I got a uh, couple conversations to them. Throughout the event, uh, the first loop, um, I was hanging with uh, Harvey Lewis and John, and Harvey was giving me some advice. He goes, stay hydrated, get back up there, kick the legs up, uh, eat well. And um, I was also running with Phil Gore and Akana and my dad on one loop, and Phil Gore was giving me this advice um, about... Uh, you just got to run at your comfortable pace and the pace, um, that average pace, how it slows down is just by you walking at some bits. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Harvey Lewis was awesome, wasn't he? He gave he gave me a bit of advice too. He was. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was great. He's he was just hyping up everybody about it. And, yeah, it was good good to have there. Yeah. Can you can you believe Sam Harvey's actually doing a backyard, another backyard ultra right now? Yeah, my dad's been looking at it. He's like, oh, I don't want anyone to go a little bit more because he wants to make bigs. But, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know how he's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> athlete. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to ask you if you ran with Harvey Lewis at all, yeah, because he was so awesome. He was, he was, um, he was like, remembering everyone's names and yeah, you know, giving everyone yeah. a bump. Every like, time he bumped past, he'd go, yeah, go, Oliver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So before the Masters, like Dead Cow Gully was a famous course amongst like backyard ultra runners in Australia. But now after what happened there, like everyone in the world knows it. So, but like, as you know, like heaps of people run it at the, at the annual event, like over Mm -hmm. 200. So a lot of people would want to know, like, how, how did you run that day course? Uh, That day course, I was, um, I sort of just ran to feel honestly, like, during the day when it got a little bit hotter, I ran that first 2K um, a little bit faster. But during um, 
I set some points up during the course where oh, I'm going to walk here to here and I'm going to run here to here. And it just all fat in well. And I was running averages of like 51, 53s. Um, I think my fastest was 49. So it all went smoothly. Yeah, yeah. And what about the gully? Did you walk the whole gully or did you run in parts of it? Or? Yeah, I was a walker of it all. I just walked the whole 700 metres. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Um, and I know a lot of um, a lot of people run all the way from the start to the gully, but, yeah, I mean, I thought, I mean, you picked out a couple of gates, like you were walking from the gate gate to gate or something like that as yeah, well? Yeah, that's right. I, it, even just like that 50-metre rest, like I ran from the start, yeah, I'm going to have this little rest and I'm going to run and then gate. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, the night before, um, I wasn't able to sleep all that well because I was so excited. I think I woke up at like 1 in the morning and I couldn't get back to sleep. Um, yeah. how, how did you go the night before? Did you sleep okay? Uh, the night before, I slept, I think I got like six hours in, went to bed around 8.30, 9 o'clock, probably drifted off at 9. And I woke up at... 5am and I'm like oh man I'm, I'm so excited oh no it wasn't 5am that's when we were starting to get ready I think I woke up at like 3am and I'm like yeah I'm so excited for this yeah it's, it's gonna be great and I, I couldn't get to sleep I just wanted to get that little extra hour so I think I went to sleep for about half an hour and then I woke up I'm like right I'm just gonna get ready a little bit earlier yeah so, yeah I got I got enough or plenty plenty for the day yeah, yeah. Did you um, stay on course or did you um, stay like at a motel or something in town? Uh, we parked just um, beside um, Tim's house and we had like a little van that had three beds in it. So Joel slept beside me and mum and dad were on the top bunk. And yeah, yeah, we slept, slept in like that little van. It was pretty cold overnight. So yeah, part of it. <laughs> Um, and so when you woke up at three in the morning, like, did you wake up your dad and say, hey, dad, it's race day or anything like that? Or? No, I heard him snoring away. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just let him get some. Little bit <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've never asked you, um, dad, about this, but I saw a while ago on Strava, he did like hundreds, I forget how many, but like he did hundreds of burpees in the backyard and like so many that he left a patch of like of mud where there used to be grass. Did you, does that ring a bell with you or? I've, I've never, never heard, never heard. Okay. I, I've, I've, I've heard that he's um been doing, but he did a lot of burpees back then. He, he got ripped. And, oh, really? Yeah, but, yeah, he was really ripped. I was really surprised. But. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, does he, like, does he encourage, like, do you do burpees? Like, does he make you do burpees or? Um, no, I used to do 100 burpees a night. But now I um, sort of uh, asked Tom Day, do you know who Tom Day is? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a yeah. specimen. Pardon? He's a specimen. Oh, I don't know what specimen means. Oh, like, um, um, like, a, a, like a really good uh, good body, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah Tom he, he's, he's, he's really good. I think he yeah. went down under this year, so that yeah. was pretty impressive. But I reached out to him. Um, on in a group chat my dad made, and I asked him about that um, strength building. Yeah, and yeah. So I'm getting a little bit of advice from him now. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm doing. Yeah. So I noticed on Strava, like maybe it was a couple of days ago, you spent like close to an hour doing strengthening stuff. I saw you tagged him in the post too, so yeah. I thought maybe he yeah. he might have set the program. Yeah, yeah. Gave me one little workout just to see how it was all. I think if I think it went well. Yeah. It wasn't too easy, but it wasn't too hard. Yeah. Well, you'll probably be a specimen soon too. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. You never know. Yeah. Well, was it hard? Um, some exercises like um, the Turkish get-ups, they were a little bit hard to, you know, because the, the movement, you got to remember it, and holding a little bloody a dumbbell in the air was oh, tough on your shoulders. Yeah. So. yeah, so there were some weights involved as well. I saw you do it doing plank planks. They're pretty hard too. Yeah, yeah, I was. I haven't done them in a while, so I'm like, oh gosh, nah, I remember how hard these are now. Yeah, yeah. were you sore the next day? 
Um, I think because I, I, we have like a like a roller for your abs, and I was doing that the other day, just fun. So that wasn't really good on my abs when I was doing the plank; it, it killed. But yeah, I was really sore for a couple of days from that roller. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. So. Um. I get back to the masters and um the day course. I think we did eleven hours before switching to the night course. Mm -hmm. Um. So how were you feeling like physically, like when that when those night loops started? When those night loops started, I was just so happy just to just to get into the night. I wanted that little bit of cold because it was really hot during the day, and I yeah. wanted. Uh, I feel like um my ankles and my feet they were just really sore from like the uneasy grounds and the gully and everything on the day loop and so i was really excited to go out on that road but i spent the first um night course loop on my own and I, that was pretty that was a tough loop because i'm like oh yeah maybe maybe i'll just come in at 52s that, that'll be all right i'll just try and do that for the whole night yeah and then i ran next couple of my day which is when i started to really struggle mentally and uh physically i was hurting everywhere yeah so well, like on that first loop when you said you were on your own like were you like at at the back or at the front or in the middle or i was think i think i was at the back for the majority of the time like i um always had um john who was, I don't know how he did it. He was running super slow loops. Um, I always had him to talk to if I ever slowed down when I was down. Um, but I never really saw him on the night loops. I know I was at the back, but he was probably behind me. But I never slowed down enough to, you know. Yeah. I, I was so impressed with um, that guy. Like, I read on Facebook um, all the injuries that he was feeling during the run. And mm -hmm. like he's got bone on bone in one of his knees, and oh, um, the pain in his feet was sounded like really sore. Like, and that the day course, like like you said, the uneven ground is what um, um, made it worse for him because, like, at yeah. least at night time it was flat, so he could kind of control his yeah, feet yeah. a bit more. But he still did fifty one hours or something. He looked so good. I was so impressed. I was really impressed with him. Like he, uh, the, his um, like idea and running it. I was just so shocked. I'm like, man, you're running this slow and you're getting this far. That that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but Dad said he ran with him a couple of loops. It seemed like a really nice guy to me. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's obviously a good runner. I've said he's. I looked at his history after um after that after the masses. He's had some had some awesome results but yeah um and so mentally going into that night loop how were you like how were you feeling like were you starting to get tired yet i don't think i was really that tired honestly like i think i was more excited on the concept i'm like yeah this is gonna be flat nice little cool weather nice new course to run on but then as soon as i run it i'm like oh gosh this is it's gonna be a long night really boring and everything so yeah, it was freezing too hey it was freezing yeah. It's like it's not what you'd expect Queensland to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like my, minus two. Now, did you change your shoes um, from going from the day to the night course? Um, I think on the second last, on the last day loop course, I ran in at a 53 and then I went to the toilet and then I came back and I'm like, right, I want to change my shoes. But we cut it really slim because I had to change my shoes, put my gaiters on, new socks as well. Yeah. Um, and it was, I cut it really fine and I had to end up eating my food out on course for that. But, yeah, that switched into the Mark 5s, nice little cushion on that because the Mark 5s are more of a road shoe and more cushion and it just felt nice and light on my feet. Yeah. And, and did you go in there with a plan? Like you mentioned nutrition before, like you just ate lollies and sweets and stuff like that. With this, with the Masters, did you go in with a like a lap-by-lap nutrition plan yeah yeah i um so i had the exact same as my dad we had uh, the lap here one two three four five etc all the way down to how like, i think it was 50 i i had just in case i went to that mark and then i had like clothes that i might change into like clothes so that we could fill in after and you know, look at it and then there was also a motivation that yeah. we had um to look at every loop just in case we wanted uh, words of motivation yeah. and the food was there too so it was like baby food gels all that stuff that um gabby recommended to dad 
but um, he sort of put it into his little, like, he put it into my little plan for me. And yeah, so I sort of went, uh, same food as dad, maybe a little bit different portions because he's a fully grown person. Yeah, yeah. So did you say like baby food, like those squeeze things? Yeah, those look like in the little sachets and you squeeze out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what, um, did you um have any favourite flavoured um baby food things? I, I was like really plain and simple. I like the um banana apple one and I also had like some banana raspberry vanilla. I was really surprised how good they taste. Uh, even <laughs> now, I'd, I'd eat them now just because just I like them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to try that um, at Birdies when I do my next backyard. I haven't tried the baby food, but they look like they're nice, clean, easy to eat quickly, and um, they're, like, moist as well. So, like, you know how you get dry mouth yeah. when you're in for ages too? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so. it, go, it, it goes down your stomach quite well as, as well. Like it doesn't, like, give you uh, your stomach and your digestive system a hard time digesting that food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it makes sense because they're made for babies, so they don't want to make ba- make yeah. babies a hard time. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you have anything else pre-planned as well? Um, no, not really. No, no, no. And what about like with these motivational quotes? Like, um, do you like have any like motivational people you like, like Goggins and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, definitely, David Goggins. Like hardcore, like. You're a bitch. Get back out there, you know. Um, I also had stuff that um I look at and I'm like uh stuff that I want to do it for, like I'll do it for myself. Just stuff that it could keep me pushing, or some things that some people might have said to me in the past that might put me down. And yeah, just to prove, not I don't like using the word turns proven wrong, but proven wrong basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and so as far as um sleep goes had you reached a s- stage at any time when you were sleeping between loops um i think uh, like sleep sleep um like actual sleep where i was knocked out but i um i think it was halfway through the day i just felt like just just like some closed eyes so i closed my eyes for about five minutes that whole 15 hours so, yeah yeah but you don't think you actually had a went to full on sleep. No. <laughs> there was nothing, nothing. <laughs> um, so like, like I mentioned before, like um, one of the things I definitely struggled with was the cold. Um, like I mentioned, I when I spoke to Tim, sorry, when I spoke to Phil the other day, like I said, like Tim, while she told us, he warned us how cold it would be. Yeah. Um, but how did you manage the cold temperature at night? um well my dad uh was always telling me he's like yeah tim's really trying to get people to realize it's it's, it's queensland but it's not not queensland weather that <laughs> you think it was so um we sort of managed it with bringing clothes like i saw um phil getting these uh cool ass clothes out like with that yeah. puffer jacket you mentioned yeah. I, I like that but I um didn't really find the cold too hard because it was sort of the start of the night. It wasn't that that cold. Um, but me and my dad sort of just went out there, long sleeves, um, shorts. That's about it. I also had um a lot of stuff planned. I had um a jacket. I had some skins as well. So pretty the, fine. Yeah, the um yeah, I remember you looked pretty. You looked pretty comfortable out there. Yeah. Um, and what about food? Like I asked Phil and he said he didn't do this, but did you purposely eat anything warm during the night as well to keep your insides warm or not, did you did that not really cross your mind? Um, I don't think it really crossed our minds. Uh, oh, actually, I never got to this stage. But my dad, I was going to get to the stage if I did, but um, there was always like in the morning there was like, some warm soup that went down well, and it's, it's really good for you. And oh, we find that it's good for us too. But we also have um, pierogi, which is a Polish dumpling with just oh. potato, and it's just a dumpling with potato and onion in it. And we found that. Well, obviously you'd have to heat that up so we had that during the night so that's the only really heated up but th- we didn't really think that it would warm us up you just ate it because that's all we needed yeah so you probably still would have eaten it if, even if it was a warm night would have you yeah. Or- yeah, yeah 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 um so 
I mean, you did so bloody well to do 15 hours, which is like 100 kilometres, which is amazing. Um, What do you think were the most important things that you got right to do so well? Um, My pace. I uh, didn't really look at my pace that much. I didn't really focus on it too much. I never looked down my watch. I'm like, yep, that's the pace I'm going. I sort of just went with the flow a lot, and I feel like I got that down pat. The walking I got down pat. The food was just perfect. It's like I never had really any problems uh, with getting it down. One problem was, though, um, I think I was taking too big of sips when I was um, drinking the tailwind, and it was all slushing in my stomach when I was running those night loops, and that sort of caused me to give up. Right, yeah. Um, One thing I – because I was drinking tailwind the whole event as well, and my tailwind was so cold. Yeah. <laughs> at night and i i kind of was thinking maybe my like i was just freezing cold so i yeah i just wished i tried some warm food but next time i guess yeah yeah oh well, you always have stuff to learn from like, and that's what makes athletes become the best like you got phil gore who uh, i'm not too sure i think he ran like a smaller amount than what he does now but um yeah, you can see it's progressive over the years, like 76 and now 102. You, yeah. you just learn stuff from the events that you do. Yeah. Um, and you kind of mentioned before that when you started your 15th loop, you didn't know it was going to be your last, um, but it did end up being your last. But that was a surprise when you finished that loop. When you started that 15th loop, you were intending to keep on going beyond that point? Um, the previous loops before, my dad was saying to me, he's like, oh, yeah, you got to get to 15 and you know, keep going. And every time he would say that, I would just be so angry. It's like, no, I don't want to keep going. I don't want to keep going. So <laughs> at the start of the loop, I was definitely like, no, this is last loop. But I just have my head just, just one more, just one more. But as I finished it, I got down and my grandparents carried me over into the thing. I'm like, maybe I'm done here. In that moment, I'm done, but now I'm lost. I did not want to be done. Yeah, yeah. And um, once you had, once you were done and you had finished, like, um, did you stay up for long, or did you, like, how long till you went to sleep? Um, I was there in the chair, and I remember it blowing the whistle, and it was the worst feeling I've ever seen. The blow, it was like an instant regret, and yeah. I stopped my watch. I was, I was just closing my eyes. I don't know why. I was really emotional. I had, like, tears coming out even though I was had my eyes closed sleeping. Um, so I slept, I'm pretty sure, that whole loop. And here and there when my dad came back, oh, no, my dad gave me a hug. He went off and I slept. And here and there, every time, I maybe every five loops, I'd, like, randomly wake up and just go, yeah, dad, good luck. Yeah, yeah have, a, have a good trip. And then i go back to sleep and, yeah. Yeah. And then I think later on in that night, I just went into the van and a couple of hours of sleep and woke up in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, your father, like, he ran an amazing race. Um, I think he – did he do 53 hours or was it 54? Um, he pulled out – he came back on 56, so he did 55 full oh, loops. Right, yeah. Um. But he did it. He he did it running through a pretty serious foot injury, I believe. Uh, um, yeah. Did you know um, that he was going into the race with like a a little bit of a niggle? Um. Yeah. So I think he, uh, as he was coming back from a run down the hill of Yu uh, Yang's, he uh, rolled his ankle. Oh, he he was gonna. I always do this, but you like step on a. Uh, a rock like you look at the rock it's big you want to step on it and he just slipped and like rolled his ankle a little bit so um he might have tore maybe tiny um ligaments there i don't know but i knew i definitely knew he rested it he recovered quite well actually um but during the race he rolled his ankle again and that's where it just tore everything and um he kept running on it for 30 hours and he had to go him so yeah um so when he collapsed um after he'd finished and was taken to hospital it must have been a pretty hardcore situation for you and the rest of your family yeah it definitely was for mum and joel i was i missed the whole collapsing uh, oh. i went back and i um 
got some lollies and I came back and he was on the floor. I'm like, what's happening? I'm like, what, why is this? And then I hear about this ambulance and crap. I think I, I felt like he was all right. He just, it, it was just like just in case situation. And we went to the hospital, best hospital ever. My dad even left a review, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, yeah. King of Roy Hospital was really good. Yeah. Um, and the nurses are just in shock. So it was sort of just some funny, funny um, situations with the nurses. But yeah, definitely serious in a way you're like but it wasn't to a point i'm like oh thinking he's, he's gonna die but yeah yeah so the nurses they must have been pretty impressed like when they found out he'd been running for like 56 hours or something yeah uh, it was really funny uh one of the nurses come in and i think it was like he was saying something you're the guy they want to be in special forces. You're that person. You, you, you're just that person. They, they want people who can push past. And Dad's like, yeah, there's, there's other people out there too. Yeah, it, it was funny. And everyone was in shock. I think one time um, some lady got it wrong, um, like the hours, or misheard him. And yeah. then she's like, something, something. And Dad goes, no, like 55 hours. She was just in shock. <laughs> and another funny moment was um, when the uh, one of the paramedics was picking him up and Dad was telling him about, he's like, oh, jeez, um, I couldn't even be bothered driving that far. And, <laughs> and then he said something about, oh, it's, it's better than doing meth, which I think um, the uh, guy who was doing the documentary is going to put that in. Right, <laughs> <laughs> um so uh looking back at the masters what changes would you make to your strategy if any next time you step out in a backyard ultra uh a couple of changes i feel like i would try and go into the event more like mentally thing i try and not let myself slip too much like no i can't do this but i feel like what got me in the end i'm like uh oh, yeah this is just a milestone and I, th I think I'm happy with that. But I feel like I want to just trick the mind into thinking, no, you, you just got to keep going. It doesn't matter about the milestones. Now that I've got the 15-hour, it'll be good to go into a next event knowing, yeah, I can get this 15-hour. Let's, let's go to 24. And I think, um, like Phil Gore, he always says, one loop at a time. And I think that's really a good, like, um, thing to focus on like just that one loop you just got to finish that one loop it doesn't matter about don't think too far ahead because you're going to overwhelm yourself with that so think one loop at a time next time for me yeah and and how did you pull up were you were you very sore mm, i think the last 400 meters of that last loop i did something to um my upper calf and it sort of connected to behind my knee and that was really sore the whole day and that's what that was about it and i was just tired so I think I pulled up quite quite well. Yeah, because I, I can see you've um, you're back on Strava, running again. So you must be must be feeling pretty good now. And I saw you ran a pretty fast eight k the other day as well, like four thirty um, k's. Yeah, I uh, uh, that was a tough one. That was actually um, I was talking to my dad about. It. I'm like, man, I've never felt so like mentally drained it's like as i was running it it was just so hard my legs are heavy i've been um i think it's like an overuse injury in my um left foot underneath and i'm just going through that and it's just so hard just to get some motivation during that run and i um but i finished it and that's just us the mind and yeah, yeah got through it um so because you're still like young do you have any plans on working on your speed even more like and seeing how fast you can go over shorter distances like 5k 10k up to the marathon before like before you start tackling like 100 milers and stuff like that yeah as much as i want to do 100 miles right now um <laughs> i think i i'm a little bit young to be doing that extraordinary um of miles it, but if it, in the backyard ultra okay I'll, I'll run it i'll run it even more than 100 miles but um speaking of uh speed work for the next couple of weeks i'm actually um doing speed work just solely focusing on it and i'm going to try and get my um park run time down and also i'm gonna my dad was saying before i'm gonna try and get uh, you know, you got a steady pace. My steady pace right now, I think it would be like 4.30. And I oh. think I'm going to try and get that down to like a 4.15. Yeah. 
So over the four weeks, I'm just going to solely focus on speed work. Yeah, cool. And do you have, um, you mentioned getting your park run time down. Have you got like a target um, that you want to hit? At the moment, I'm at sub 20, like 19.51, which I was really happy I got a couple of weeks ago because I missed yeah. out on it by five seconds the week oh. before. But I'd like to get it down to a sub 19. That'd be pretty significant PB. And yeah. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, Bannockburn's your local park run, is that right? Yeah, Banner, Banner's our local park run. <laughs> yeah, so I should I should come down one of the days you're you're doing it. Yeah, it's actually a really nice course. Uh, the people around there is incredible. Like the support, it's like good job. Yeah, you're doing great every time you run past. Because um, yeah, it's not just like a point to point or a, yeah, yeah, it's really. It is. It's a loop, is it? Oh, uh, it's not a loop. So you go out and it's sort of um, like a T shape. So you go out and you go down, back up, and then you go all the way to the other side of the T. Then you come back around, and go all the way to the start line, and oh. you're done. Yeah, cool. <clears throat> um, so what's next? Do you know what race you're going to do next? Um, I'm not too certain at the moment. I'm probably going to be training for a little bit, give it a little break events because i'm a young growing boy i need to take yeah. a little bit of a break but um i think backyard ultras other than the arrows town one in new zealand if my dad doesn't make it a bigs i won't do any more this year i'll wait till mvp next year and i might do a couple points point like i said before with um halloween howler and the one i might do with my dad but those are just floating thoughts and i might uh do rock around the clock my mom wants me to do that with her so yeah yeah well i'll see you there if, if you do do it yeah looking yep. forward to that one yeah um and have you set any have you set yourself any like longer term goals like over the next few years um i would really i know it's like a really big goal but you gotta set big dreams you know yeah, yeah. um i'd like to uh, I, I want to achieve uh, a lot of the 100-mile popular ones like UTMB, Western States, um, Hard Rock, Leadville. I'd like to get the record on a lot of them and win it so yeah. that the only person that can beat it is um, like my uh, like my child or whatever because obviously <laughs> every every um, adult want, or uh, parent wants their child to be better than them. So. I'd like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Have you you would have seen that um the documentary about Western States and um it's got Killian on it and Anton. Yeah, um, I've seen that one. Seen that yeah, one. it's awesome, isn't it? Uh, I love it. It's like young Killian doing it. Um yeah, it's crazy. It's um how we are. It goes down the mountains, even um yeah. uh that other competitors were like, Man, it's crazy how we go so fast down there. But it was really it was really cool. It was really cool to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that Anton Kaprichko bloke. Yeah, he, he's cool. He's a, I follow him on Strava now. I don't, he just does a lot of stuff and it's really cool to see him. Like, yeah, him. yeah. Um, I was wondering as well, do you play any sports like footy or anything like that? Um, after I did that um, 21K that I broke two hours in, I took a massive break from running. I'm not too sure why, but... Throughout all that, even when I was um, doing Spartans, I was always into basketball. Right. And I played it for like nine years of my life, I'm pretty sure. And I felt like basketball, um, what didn't really work with me with it is like I always felt that um, my teammates didn't have the same passion towards it as me. And I was always like, I want to win. I want to be the best. But it was hard with teammates. I'd do it for fun, which is nothing wrong with that. But I find with running, it's like, you, you're only to blame if you had a bad run or uh, if you w have a good run. You're, you're the one that did it. And so I used to play basketball and I picked up once I realised that I like doing stuff by myself and independent um, with running and all. I uh, quit basketball like a couple months ago and started really running now and wanted to do it as a career, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Do the... um. Does where you go to school, do they have like a running team or cross-country team or anything like that? Um, they do cross-country um, once a year, like every school. I didn't do too good at cross-country because um, in my training, the 
two days before I did a backyard ultra um, right. training thing. It's 50 k So two days later, I ran um, cross country. Uh, I think I placed like 19. Um, and I ran that at a 407 average pace, which is all right, but yeah. didn't get me to cross country. But no, school, my school doesn't really have that sort of stuff. They have like into school sports like basketball and netball, but they don't do too much running stuff other than cross country. Yeah, fair enough. Do the um are there many other like people at your school in your year level or older who are into long distance running like you are? No, nobody. <laughs> no, nobody. Everyone's like, oh, I'm racing against a marathon runner. There is this one kid, um Gus Edwards. Um he's in year eleven and he runs park run and it's like never beat him. One time so close, but then I'll really? Uh, never never beat him but yeah he's um more of a uh, i'd say i'd say he runs park i see him at park every week good runner yeah and um i saw the um the abc um like little segment they had on you and your dad that was pretty cool yeah that all started out with my um dad messaging his old mate that used to work for the geelong advertiser and he um the guy that used to work for Geelong Advertiser messaged um, Geelong Advertiser to come out and do a story on us. We also got Geelong Advertiser on us. But um, he mentioned that uh, the guy that used to work at Geelong Advertiser, he now works for ABC, um, he mentioned it to his bosses and his bosses were like, eh, nah, a little bit doubtful about it. <laughs> but then the Geelong the Advertiser newspaper came out. I'm pretty sure maybe someone saw it. So they picked it up. The idea and then he made us out of the youngs and yeah that's sort of where all the media started yeah me. yeah cool has um anyone recognized you out in the public like from being on tv um a lot of people at school uh, saw me on the news <laughs> i told a couple people yeah um and uh, a lot a couple people were at that uh Cow gully yeah. noticed me that like, oh yeah i saw you on the news you're that kid that was on the news um but other than that no, not too many people in the public are like yeah you're the kid on news that runs yeah. marathons yeah awesome well um thanks again heaps for coming on and um well done on your performance at the masters it was definitely a really really good achievement i reckon Thank you. You you achieved well too. You achieved well. Oh, thanks. Especially in those conditions. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to, like, I feel like I need to go out and, like, kind of almost redeem myself at birdies because I didn't need, I didn't do a PV or anything. But look, I still had a good time. I still had a good time. That was was my favorite backyard launcher. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, look, um, yeah. Thanks again, um, Ollie, for coming on. Um, Keep me posted when you're going to be at, um, Bannockburn uh, Park Run, and I might even come down and have a race. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, uh, we're mainly down there every week. So yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, um, yeah, thanks, Ollie. I'll, I'll be, um, I'll see you at a race, and we'll keep in touch. And I'm looking forward to um, following along, whatever you do. Thank you. Thanks for having me here too. Yeah, no worries, Ollie. Have a good one. Gotcha. If you've enjoyed this podcast, it would be awesome if you could share, comment, like, subscribe all of that. If you've got any feedback, shoot me a message. Hope you have a great day. See ya.